For everyone watching or listening, don't be that person. If you ever join something, or it doesn't even matter if it's like some program, it could be like any human on the planet who you're seeking advice from, and they tell you to do something specific, and then you come back and you didn't do the thing, or you ask the same question, it pisses them off, like a lot. What you need to do instead What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Stick Talk. It's been a while. What was the last one we did? Was it Dicky, or did we do one more? No, we did a members lounge where okay. we talked about all the different events we yeah. were at. So we haven't done a podcast in a long time. We figure what better way to come back than with the man himself, Mr. Fazio. Hello. Who's been on a personal branding mission lately. Yep. And he's going <laughs> to continue that on this, this podcast. Yeah. So. king of rants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the audience, basically, what's happening is I decided that hyper-edited YouTube videos are... For fucking losers <laughs> and you should just not do that so unless you're working with an agency and client ascension yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> those guys yeah. are great exactly um so i don't know why i just i i made a rant i just felt like getting on a rant one night i posted it i was i want to post it right now i need like the energy behind it because I, I was angry and about what i don't know i just get angry sometimes not like angry like oh i'm infuriated i just i don't know like it's Angry enough to just rant. want to talk some shit. Yeah, just talking shit. And I film it, and I want to post it right now. I'm like, I'm not editing this. I'm not doing any form of a, of a thumbnail. I'm just posting it. Posted it, worked, and I was like, oh damn, do the same thing again the next day, but it's like three times longer. That one works even better. That one's and doing I, better. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, this is the move. So I'm gonna try to film like 30 of those as fast as possible. Yeah. So when you say it worked, compared to what? Um, and, like, what so are the you, metrics you, behind it? You post a video, and two things. One, you can see the ranking. One the, to ten, yeah. Uh, uh, one to ten, the past ten videos that I tell you. Every single one of them was one. And I was like, okay, cool. Secondarily, it it had resonance behind it. And what I, what I mean by that is people were actively sharing it unprompted on Twitter themselves. So Dude, was, I saw some guy made it his screensaver on his yeah, iPhone. Yeah, yeah, and people were like, like <laughs> yeah, people were like memeing it. Like, bro, it's like Daniel, like, it's like this, gold screensaver. <laughs> Max is like, 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 like this. Yeah. Max is like two seconds into hanging out with a girl. Go do something. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Yeah. So that's the point. So clearly, that that resonated with a lot more people. And the reason why is because think of the the kind of people who are inside client ascension. The problem with the hyper-edited YouTube videos, oh, script this, do this, is it's it's made for, like, I can't, I don't even know how to describe them, but, like, the NPCs. It's it's made for them. Like entertainment, not education. Yeah, it's, like, entertainment-style stuff, but it's like, I, but I don't want to speak to them. I don't like them. <laughs> so I, I, I like... Unless you join Cold Email Master. Yeah, I like the people in Klein Ascension and the kind of person who joins Klein Ascension. So how do they consume information in exactly that fashion I did it? So let me just go ahead and do that instead. And just so happens to be way cheaper and way easier. So it's just it just makes a lot of sense. So I'm just only gonna do that for now. Easier for some people. Yeah. I was gonna say when a we very were like few, I think. We were talking about this in, in Arizona <laughs> at Cole's event. The reason the reason I think it works is because there's so little competition of people that are capable of getting on camera and just ranting on something worthwhile for 20, 30 minutes. And so, like, we're, like, what's the structure behind it? Like, how do you know what to talk about for so long? Um, Without any script, right? Because you're not sitting yeah, there no, and, and no premeditating I, it. I just, I just, like, write points down on a note card. 
and I just rant, and that's it. I like the no card. Dude, Myron Golden does that, too. You ever see him check his thing real quick? He's just got, like, the topic. Yeah. You just, like, know the subtopics of that thing, and you just yeah. go into it like that. Mm-hmm. I like it better because you can, like, thought chain shit together. So it's like the way I arrived to this point is by looping it in from the previous point, and you can like interject like, and it just like spiderweb a concept together. I just like that way better, like like as if it's an actual conversation that you're having, and that's that's kind of the whole premise about it. Like just speak as if somebody is there, and it's actually pretty cool because you start getting feedback on the video, and you people get comments and they ask very specific comments about the previous video so you can make new videos that are thought chains of the previous one yep. and then grab elements from the other one and now the whole fucking channel becomes a spider web and it's like oh that's okay. how myron's channel is yes exactly. and i feel like if you've been watching him for long enough we're talking about myron golden by the way who's like one of the youtube channels you you have to be following and, and studying and, and watching even um but the way he does it I think he's been posting for like a year now pretty consistently once or yeah. twice a week and, and everything weaves into each other. And the question I was going to have, and the audience is probably thinking this as well, is like, how do you come up? You said you want to do like 30 of these videos, right? So mm-hmm. like, how do you ideate 30 unique topics in well, this format? For instance, um, you just be in a conversation and then like some point is made and then I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I just write it down in my reminders. I just go YouTube video colon and then like what I want to title it. And then all I had to do when I want to make one, I'm just going to sit down and write out subtopics about it and just think about how I want to explain the concept to someone. It's basically a VSL. Every single one's a VSL. It's here's the concept I want you to understand in this video, and here are all of the supporting points why you should do what I say. That's it. It's the same thing. It just so happens that when it's a VSL, it's you trying to sell a product. In this case, I'm trying to sell you on a concept on how you should change what you're doing right now to instead doing it how I'm instructing you. That's it. How many takes does one 20 minute unedited rant take you? One. All of them took one take. One take. Actually? One. Yes. Oh my God. Every I can't one. even film a loom video without like. No, dude. I'll, I'll, <laughs> my thing is, after I get past the first 10 seconds, I'm good. But the first like five, like, yo, what's going on? It's just like, oh, I sound like a dude. Fucking you, idiot. I, this is the thing with it. You don't get to choose when you can do it. Yeah. That's like, because it's like a cohesive, I can't like, I'm doing it at this time. It's, it doesn't work like that. It's, whenever it comes to you. Yeah. It's like, whenever it's there, it's like, Yes, I can do it right now. <laughs> so you have to do it right then. So you said you were trying to do it earlier today. Couldn't. Like, why? What What type of mindset do you have to be in? Dude, I don't know. But the, the one that popped off, the one that performed the best out of the last three, was at like 2 a.m. What? Really? Yeah, I was just sitting in bed, and I was like, I have to do this right now. <laughs> I have to. I just That's got crazy. up. Yeah, I feel what, like mine hits like after the gym. You're like, ah, oh, 2 a.m. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I it's kind of weird, why. though. Like, the... the your vocal delivery is better than when you like if you're not feeling it like your words don't even come out as crisp right? yeah you know, that's well, the like point. the conviction behind it this is yeah, what people yeah. talk about with your delivery specifically is like your level of conviction like you're yelling at them <laughs> yeah that's what Which i'm saying works. like angry yeah it's not it like works. angry it's like it's like it, it normally stems from like i tell someone to do something and they're not listening to me <laughs> <laughs> I remember, remember the click. You were sending conference? a voice note to Charlie at the apartment in Scottsdale. He was like, "Fucking listen to me, dude." Just like, <laughs> <laughs> remember uh, the conversation you were having with that David kid at ClickFunnels, and it was for like an hour and a half. Yeah, and you were just yelling at him. You're like, "You're not good enough to do this. You have to backtrack because you're trying to do like." A it's community. so fucking true. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> yeah, dude, right. it's so funny because you know that giant offers doc I have, where it's like just like. 
long, like, yeah, like really, the really magnum long. Opus. Dude, it literally like it. It's like I haven't encountered a problem with like someone's having a hard time selling their stuff, or 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 I don't know, they can't get calls booked. I have not countered encountered a single problem that is not solved by something in there. <laughs> it, it it's like every conceivable situation that could ever occur it's always just oh let me go to the rule book real quick you just look at the rule book and it's like so correct and it's just it, sometimes i'll go and add stuff like i remember i was talking to leo and he was like talking about authority and i was like yeah that actually makes sense to put that in there because it's like a component of why someone would purchase your stuff is that the, the the perceived authority this is very interesting um if you're if it's a done for you service you can have less authority than the client done with you it has to be equal or you have to be higher of yeah. course you Way always higher. have to be higher yeah so the problem with that dude exactly was that he was trying to sell a coaching program but it's like you don't have that you have authority. fucking zero credentials Bro, I, but I, I feel like it done with you is you have to have more but of course you could be less like someone's no. like oh a 29 dollar course on how to set up emails i don't know how to do that shit i'll buy this you have to have more on the specific topic yes yeah. on the specific okay. topic yes yeah. yeah i mean obviously i would hope it that. sounds like a lead magnet this offers document where can people get that? Yeah, yeah this, this should. I'll, I'll make a link. You are poor.com forward slash yes? Yeah. Uh, you, you got to make that into a book. I yeah. probably will. I think I will put it. I think I will. Put, post it on Amazon. Taylor was telling us to do yes, that. Yes, bro. Oh, there's so many things we could do with a book. Should we tell them about the Codex? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's been a lot of interesting developments recently with like Client Ascension and all the work we're doing. But um, two of the big decisions recently were to invest in Cole Gorn's mastermind uh, and Taylor Welch's mastermind. And yeah, one of the first things we learned through Taylor Welch is basically his framework for building businesses. And he calls it the codex. And like the codex is essentially at the top, um, how you generate uh, traffic. And then in the middle, it's like the conversion mechanism. And then at the bottom, it's like the delivery mechanism, like your product suite. The, the middle is like a VSL or the different funnels. And then the top are like where you, you drive traffic. And one of the main ones was a book, but also a podcast. And those are the two that he says get neglected the most, especially the book funnel. Remember what? Do we, what was he saying on a put it on Amazon call? Put it, put it on Amazon. That's how he's getting the one point seven x ROAS, like on the, the yes. liquidation funnel. Yeah, just through Amazon mm -hmm. because Amazon a has. book is like something tangible that people will get delivered to their house. Yes, is that? he probably Amazon. It's an authority it. thing too. You have a book. It means you're a subject matter expert at that point. We have books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna make a book and just like. Just, just bid high as fuck on the Amazon ads. It's Sixty-nine like, million dollars. I just offers. lose money. I don't care. Yeah. Like, just get a thousand, ten thousand people to buy the book. Yeah, that'd be so base. Um, no, it's very interesting. Um, there, I, I feel like there's two different kinds of people who join coaching programs. One are the people who they're gonna ask a question. You're gonna tell them the answer. And then they're gonna ask the same question, and it pisses fucking everyone off. Yeah, it is really, really annoying. If you, for everyone watching or listening. Don't be that person. If you ever join something, or it doesn't even matter if it's like some program, it could be like any human on the planet who you're seeking advice from, and they tell you to do something specific, <clears throat> and then you come back and you didn't do the thing, or you ask the same question, it pisses them off, like a lot. What you need to do instead is you need to get the answer and immediately implement what they said. Now, let me give you an example. So we were at, we're at the tables. And it was like breakout sessions at Cole Gorn's eight-figure boardroom. And, and this guy comes around. He was like collecting the sheets of paper. He's like, so uh, what kind of questions do you have? I was like, 
I don't have questions. He's like, what do you mean you don't have questions? He's like, I, I came here with a question. The question's answered. That's it. All I need to do is, is, is execute the, the answer to the question. He's like, so you have zero questions. I'm like, not until I execute what I was told, and then I get feedback from it. He's like, oh, all right. I'm like, yeah. I, I, and I'm sitting here like, well, you got to have some question. I'm like, no, I fucking don't. Like, I know. Can you write something down? They <laughs> just made some shit up. Where it's like, I, I don't have any questions. I came with the one question I had. What was it? The question was answered. It was the, the, the positioning for placement. It was answered, and now it's like, okay, now I go home and do that. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like there's a uh, uh, exponentially negative graph between like time elapsed and how likely you are to implement it. Yeah, like the 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 one dude Cloyd, he said um Boyd. Boyd Boyd Cluis. Boyd Cluis. That's a tough one. He, he just yeah, he said yeah. Cloyd. Cloyd. Yeah. Cloyd yeah, Dan, yeah, yeah. Dan was closing him at the at the club after <laughs> how'd that go? Bro, he's a killer. You're just talking about yeah, yeah, cool. just asking him for advice. I mean he's yeah. <laughs> doing better than us. So yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> like, Trying yeah, to learn from him and asking him different stuff. and yeah, No, tons no of but stuff. he said, like, go retarget all of your uh, website visitors and the people who schedule calls, just, like, testimonials. With on, testimonials, on, on, specifically. So I, I went up to the room and did it in, in like, an hour. And I was like, <laughs> right? That's what I did. Yeah. Like, why, well, I don't know why people allow, like, they get something that's a good idea and they just <clears throat> fucking twiddle their thumbs for, like, a month. It was like, oh, I'll get to it. It's like, dude, it's, like, 60 minutes it takes to do Like, go. What are you doing? Well, it's a lot easier to consume than it is to create, right? Yeah. And I was I was going through this today. Uh, I'm just going through Taylor's content and his mastermind. And, like, at the end of every video, there's, like, an action item, like the Codex video, right? And, like, I won't allow myself. And it requires, like, a lot of discipline because it's really easy to just go to the next video instead of doing the action item at the end of that video that you just watched. And I, like, won't allow myself to go to the next video. But, like, that's my own self-discipline. A lot of people will just go to the next video and forget the action item three videos ago that they still haven't done. The worst, though, the worst type of student in client ascension are the ones that not only show up to the same coaching call with the same question, but they go to other coaching calls with that same question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all the coaches are, like, looking at each other like, bro, didn't we just give them the same answer? Like, I know you and Nick, you get this a lot, right? And you're both talking like, yo, this guy's hitting me up. He's being mad annoying. And Nick is like, yo, me too. He's like, what is he asking you? But it's it's usually not the that, same it, thing. Yeah, it's not that they're... It's not, it's not annoying. It's like... It's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, You know what I... What, what I did on one of my calls is I told them... I was like, why do you guys are outsourcing your thinking to me? But you've been... A lot of you here have been to so many of my calls. And now what what's going to happen is you already know the answer to your question you just want permission Validation. from me you're outsourcing your thinking i was like what i need you to do is come to this with the mindset of that you are becoming me like you're absorbing the information you're becoming as competent and as knowledgeable in this subject matter as i am so like, yes. this is the entire point of this for you to understand and for you to know how to do it yourself and be able to do it yourself yes so i'm like so what I'm going to do is if you have come to this call many times and like you're, you're here all the time and you ask a question, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my answer in your head and then I'm going to ask you for your answer, what you think, and then yes. we're going to compare answers. I'm like, let's do this right now. And I started doing it. And a lot of people who came to all the calls, we have the same answer. And I was like, cool. There all right. Go. So you actually do know what you're doing. Yeah, Nick and I were talking about this. A great example. So we probably have a lot of client ascension students listening to this. And you guys are getting a lot of heat right now, but we still love you. And so we want you to succeed. So two examples, right? What a good student looks like and what a um, not-so-good student looks like. Not-so-good student will ask you, what should I write for my VSL? 
right? Good student will send you three different examples of VSL scripts that you've written and ask for which one is best. And at least give you an idea as to why they think one is better than the other. So like do the actual work and ask for feedback. Same thing with like, if you're in an email and you're, you're trying to think of what's the best response to send back, like response handling, right? Come up with the response yourself based on what you've learned from the content and the coaching calls and then ask for feedback on that rather than saying, hey, what should I say here? Like at least make the effort based on what you've learned and then submit it for a review because otherwise you're never going to survive in business. If you, again, you have to outsource your thinking and the actual doing of the thing to coaches that you won't have access to forever. It's just the confidence to have your own conclusions and <clears throat> think by yourself, I guess. And that's kind of like the role of a coach, right? Is you kind of have to hard press them on it. Like coaches need to identify when that's happening yeah. and not let it continue. And I think that's what makes client essential a really good program is because there is that aspect of tough love too. Yeah. I honestly think it's just laziness. <laughs> it's so easy to go to calls and just ask everybody, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What would you do here? Yeah. Well, it's just a lack of confidence. I don't know if it's lack of confidence. Though. Of course, just no, this is, this, is, this is really interesting. Um, I, I, I mean, because we've just done this with like, like a thousand people so far. Um, I would say that the most common reason of failure actually is like a mindset thing. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like exactly like what you were saying. Where it's like you, you were too scared to come to your own conclusions. You know, it always comes to the people who don't participate much either. It's always a mindset issue Dude, because you, they're not participating. If you knew that you were the best copywriter in the world, you would never ask anybody a question. But if you're like, oh, I, I don't think I'm good at this, you're, ne- you're going to ask a lot of questions. But therein lies exactly the problem because they, they, people need to assume they're the best. But like a lot of people have been sigh up to the, oh, be humble. Like people won't like you if you're not humble. But it's like, actually, people will fucking hate you if you're just humble all the time. And like you need well, to I like be. Th- I've thought about this a lot too is like, the, the line between ego and, and confidence. I feel like if it's internalized and you never tell anybody it's confidence, but as soon as you start externalizing it, it turns into ego. I think confidence is derived from like you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's you can be the, self-talk. You can be confident yeah. and humble. You just don't yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, what having like ego. Like imagine if you just made a million dollars and you told nobody, you're like, oh, I'm confident. But then if you're like, I made a million dollars, everyone's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say ego is like shitting on other people. It's like you don't ever do that. That no. never works. Confidence is just like, no, I can do this. Like, who hates someone who d- says, I can do this? Like, no, no one, everyone loves that guy. In yeah. fact, everyone is like severely drawn to that guy. And there's something that's just about like the, the frequency that you're operating at. It just makes people want to work with you. I think it's the clients it, yeah. you're talking to. Like Hormozzi's, everyone loves him because he's just so robotic. Like, there's no ego in his tonality at all. Just yeah, like, it's hyper I sold my business for $100 million. Yeah, he speaks in, like, absolutes. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. where confidence like, comes from. So he's not yeah, like, I think this. He's like, no, this is this is the way. Like, yeah. yeah, I sold for a million bucks, and not everyone can do it. Like, that's cockiness. <laughs> it's so interesting. See, the only place where I think laziness comes into play is when they ask a hundred questions on the same topic and they've never even tried it themselves. Like take cold calling, for example. Yeah, it's just mental masturbation. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, oh, I did something today. I asked a question. Like, how do I cold call? What software do I use? You know, how do I go about it? How do I write a script? Like, just pick up your phone. Like for the first year and a half, like when we were doing KnowledgeX, I didn't even use the Google voice number. I just used my iPhone. Yeah. 
for everything. I think like, the hardest thing in any in any uh, area of life is like doing it for the first time. Yeah. Like once you do it for the first time, you're like, all right, that wasn't that bad. But like the mental block. Yeah, so it's it's the uncertainty. Yeah. And dude, I've talked about this before. It, it's it, it's never the actual amount of work that anyone is scared of fucking ever. But it's, it's crazy. Always the but it's crazy because the best feeling of satisfaction is like getting a positive result from something that made you nervous. Like the best feeling in the world is like after our event or after we speak on stage or after we close a deal. It's like it's like a sigh of relief. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like I just did something hard and it worked. It's like holy fuck, this is yeah, sick. yeah. Like I am deathly afraid of jumping off cliffs like into water, but once I do it, I'm like oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. You, you, when you come up above <laughs> in the water, you're like holy. Or shit. like going down a water slide where your heart's racing in the whole line on the way up. Dude, that's that's exactly why people love Lambos because it's hard to get one. Like yeah. that's what. Or like hot girls. It's like, why do, so, why, do, why do other dudes respect a guy who has a hot girlfriend? I saw a video. Because, it, because not everyone can do that. Like, that's it. I saw a video of Idris Elba, and he had, like, a really attractive woman on his arm. And he was, like, dapping everybody up. And the caption's like, you know Idris is just cocky because he's with a baddie right now. 100%. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Like, look who the fuck I'm with, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Super. Simply do hard things. Yeah. Because if you, if, you, if you do a hard thing... The act of Pause. doing, you become better at the act of doing additional hard things, right? And everything you want happens to just so be gated behind doing a hard thing and being good at a hard thing. So get like getting on a sales it. call for the first time, I remember being terrified. I was like, oh shit, the, the big scary businessman. I was like, oh shit. I was like 20. It was like terrifying. Yeah. It just comes with a lot of reps. Yeah, it's really it. But like Dan was saying, a lot of people are just like scared to even take or do the first rep. Like, you just, like, it, there's a mental block. I, I think it's because it's, like, really hard to be productive when you know exactly what you have to do. <clears throat> or it's easy to be productive when you're, like, all right, I got to take these five sales calls. But when you're, like, starting a business and you're, like, uh, I mean, client ascension lays it out, but. That's why people quit because there's, they're, 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 there's so many things they have to do. Like, if I wake do. up, I'm, like, oh, I have to do this, 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 this. I can do it all. But if I wake up and I'm, like, the fuck do I do today? It's, like, a lot harder to be productive. It's, also, people are, like, a slave to their own routine. Yeah. Like, if I have the same exact routine every day, it's super easy for me to be very productive with those specific things. Yeah. But like, the moment we have to hire for a new position, like a recruiter yeah. that we've never hired before, like, the amount of time it takes isn't that much. It's, like, an hour. And I literally just did that after I lost a bunch of money playing blackjack in Arizona. I was like, fuck this. I need to make more money. I just went upstairs <laughs> and just, like, finally did the work I was putting off. But, like, the mental energy to actually start that task because I had never it's done it before. It's more than actually doing it. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, 10x more. And that's how it is with basically anything, right? Yep. It's, like, it's actually crazy. To like think the about. to use the the girl example again. Like if you never talk to a hot girl, like the energy that it takes to actually go up and say something is like ten x more work than when you're actually in the conversation. Dude, it's like the, yes, yeah. every time. Yeah, it's true with anything. So it's like true. the I'm not even gonna say it. Just keep going. Now you have to say it. Yeah, I was just gonna say like, no, I'm not gonna. Say I'm it. on the edge of my seat. Bro. I can't say. Yeah, it. Yeah, you have to say it. Girl, I can't. Bro. It just sounds just sounds terrible. <laughs> you have to say it. No. All right, uh, yeah, anyway, so um, we, <laughs> we got, uh, for anyone who's ever, if you ever go to Scottsdale and you're thinking about getting a, a, a fucking table, <laughs> we spent fucking $16,000 on a table. 16900 16, Yeah, I thought it was going to be like five grand or well, six grand. Well, $1,800 that I put, they put on my card. Huh? That's, that's when we should have known there was a problem. They came up to me halfway through the night and asked me for my ID and credit card. That's weird. And it, yeah, there was like eight two hundred dollars on it. Huh, that's weird. 
So who was ordering the uh, mega bottles of 1942 or Ace of Spades? Who Some guy named that? Matt, accordingly. Matt uh, I or guess. Mike? Or Mike, Mike, Mike. It was Mike. <laughs> I was so pissed because... Every I, sign said Mike is a G. I'm like, what the I was relative. I, I was relatively <laughs> sober. Oh, I was, I was hammered. I don't know what was going on. I was kind of the... I was like the one who like... I said it to you multiple times. Like, yo, can we get somebody to switch a car? And you're just like... Yeah, bro. Good point. Let's go. And I was like, I don't think. I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even notice. Everybody at the table is doing massive numbers, so <laughs> there had to be forty people at that table yeah. who like, were who were doing probably in their business like a combined twenty million a month. So maybe we should <laughs> put some text out there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, it's our own fault. We put we put ourselves in that position. <laughs> really, we spent though, sixteen really. grand for Andre's birthday. Let's go. No, yeah. that's one of those things where when you're doing a table, you have to get everybody like upfront. There has to be like an upfront understanding. Not really, bro. I'm never going out on my birthday ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I went out on my birthday two years ago. I got drugged in Miami, and then we went out this time, and oh, I oh yeah, that's dropped tough, seventeen grand on the table. Usually, Andre's like the responsible one, but he was. Way gone, I mean, it was a birthday. Gone. It was a birthday. Yeah, you guys. I was, had some terrible so influences. In Scottsdale, they literally like bring you off-duty bottle girls to hang out with you. I'm like, this is genius. They're just gonna run us up, and they did. But the girl <laughs> that was with me was like, grabbed my hand, pulled me over to the menu. She's like, what about this one? I'm like, nope, that's uh, <laughs> that's a four thousand dollar one. Nothing. You know, she has a KPI. Yeah. It's like, Absolutely. oh yeah, she was telling me like, oh yeah, like we're, I she was in a group chat like, oh, I've sold this city. I'm like, oh my god. Oh man, we got swindled. That's so based. I respect the game. Bottles of Dom, because I was like, okay, like Grey Goose, Tito's, Casamigos. That's that's us. Yeah. And then I saw the bottles of Dom. Were you doing it, Daniel? No, I didn't do. I wasn't ordering Dom. You weren't ordering the Dom. No. Okay, so these people were putting four thousand dollar bottles on our tab. I mean, that's yes. You should be like. I don't think any of us ordered a single bottle. I didn't order as soon as we got there. I ordered the first two. But that was for the table. Like you, you have no, to. No, I got, I got six. <laughs> okay, six. <laughs> I ordered six. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had a blonde girl on your shoulder, dude. It I'm still like, doesn't add up to seventeen grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on the plane, so down bad. I was just looking at my. Oh, phone. I dude. Was like, I could order Chipotle double chicken for the next year three times a day. Don't say Chipotle. And that's still like we could have gone to meat market four hundred times. That's still like thirteen thousand five hundred bucks. We will simply make more money. <laughs> it's very simple. I mean if you guys are okay. It's like it. an egregious amount that just makes me sick. Oh, <laughs> you just have to let it go though. Like, yeah, the more you good. can detach from money the, I feel like the more that was make. business class for all of us to we, like we will simply make more. It was it was a tough one to swallow, but at, yeah, you can't look back at shit like that. It's only but two, it's only it's less than on two the pips. bright hey, side. Hey, on we, the bright side, we've grown. After one of the events, we're like three grand. Oh fuck, dude! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in a good way though. This is this is not good growth. I think that's <laughs> regression. Yeah. Well, you're like less upset about this one than that one. I was okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I so just, uh, we'll just hit a million a month. In the yeah, next I was gonna six say. Months. So still, <laughs> you write it off as an expense for being at that event, which we got. Definitely seventeen thousand dollars worth of value from, oh, no um, especially with Eddie, Eddie Malou's oh, yeah, presentation. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Eddie Malou. This is actually this. this is a funny story too. So Dan and I, it was like the night we before should my text birthday. Eddie, like, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, I woke up and I was I literally, like, puked. Who? Eddie. He's like, there's no way. <laughs> the group. I'll show you guys the group chat after. Everyone's like, oh man, I'll send you money. We got like two hundred bucks. What? Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, so, yeah, it was like the night before my birthday. So it was like just turned my birthday. So Dan and I are like, yeah, let's just go gamble. Why not? So we're playing blackjack and we're losing like a lot of money. Yeah, you clean this out quick. I think I lost $800 in like 15 minutes. But during that time, Eddie Malouf sat at the table and he was the keynote for the next day. 
And so he's like, yo, guys, like, I'm doing this uh, keynote tomorrow, and I was thinking of using, like, Client Ascension and ListKit as an example, like, on stage, a live example. And so I'm like, man, like, we lost $800 at the table, but if we weren't there, he wouldn't have used us as, as an example in his keynote on stage in front of everyone, which is, like, a playbook if you watch the keynote when we watch it back and implement it, it's like a playbook for like a million dollar funnel easily, like yeah. a challenge funnel. Yeah, so yeah. simple. Who wants to like kind of explain the strategy behind it? Yeah, so basically a challenge is like a, a extended webinar where there's a defined outcome of the challenge, like sign your, or get your first booked call from cold email in the next 14 days. And then once people enroll, it's like a four day video series where like the first day you dress up the opportunity, explain what cold email is, give them homework, Make they, them believe it's probable, oh, not yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you have to give them clear evidence that, like, not only can this work for somebody like myself, but it, it is going to work for you. Yeah. So, you just need to find a way to deliver a super yeah. quick win. And then day two is, like, do something on camera with them, which for us would be, like, build the list kit list with them, which is our SaaS, which is going to be very, very good. Um, and then give them homework to basically sign up for your software. So, it's, like, double whammy. And then day three was, what, like, set up your system, write your script. Yep push start and then day four is more of like a sale into what to do next yeah yeah there is a lot of there are a lot of gems that were dropped and as we implement it we'll also document it and share it with you guys so you know how it all works but yeah the biggest takeaway what dan was saying is make the outcome of participating in the challenge probable not possible and so like when you think of a challenge you're probably like oh like sign your next client that's not probable in like a four-day challenge it's no. more like set up your cold email system that'll allow you to sign more clients in 2024. Like that's a probable outcome that is also setting them up for needing to join your program even more, right? Cause they set up the system. Now what, how do you come up with an offer? How do you uh, get on sales calls and close deals? How do you fulfill for that service? Right. All of which are answered in a, in a coaching program that we could sell on the back end of it. Yeah. So, yeah, needless to say, we lost a lot of money at the table. We lost a lot of money at the bar. Except when I went on um, that fucking run on Black Oh, yeah, that, so, was, that, was, <laughs> that was so, yeah, that so was We didn't really lose money besides the table. Yeah, we, I guess not. We all broke even on... I had that Alabama bet. Yeah, you. I think yeah. you broke... I broke even. Yeah, we didn't yeah, lose money I was, gambling. I was down 1000 going into the last night, and I... Had, yeah, I made, made decent profit. money. On I think the I made a hundred bucks. And now I have five hundred dollars cash. I hit this guy up. I'm like, can I just buy Bitcoin from you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm rich, bro. I got twelve hundred dollars <laughs> in Naked Farmer gift cards that yeah, I got me, delivered. Me too. I'm like, I'm I gotta like, check them. That's, out. A good, that. for that's a my month. new system. Wait, remember? what? Yeah. What are I, they were doing a Black Friday deal where it was a thousand dollars to buy twelve hundred dollars worth of Naked Farmer, like Naked Bucks, they call them. And I was like, I'm a Dude, that's a great deal. That's a great yeah, deal. Imagine, I if, bought, I imagine if you're married and your your credit card bill says like naked bucks. Your wife would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dollars. it's a food place, I swear. <laughs> yeah, but it makes it so is. much sense. You get $200 free. And we literally go there like every I know, single I, day. I would be there every single day. If, every day I yeah. go The cashier's going to be like, your remaining balance is $1,100. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use it for the rest of the year. It'll. Yeah. I think we were doing the math. It'll last us like three-fourths of the year. That's crazy. Uh, I think it's only going to last me like four months. A bowl is 15 bucks. That's It's a little over 15 with chicken. It's like 100 days, 90 days. Yeah. That's not that long. <laughs> but I mean, you're not you're not there every day. You're not going to eat literally every day. So for me, it would probably Plus, be Plus, like uh, I'm travel. Like, we travel a lot. We were just gone for 30 straight days. Dude, that sucks. <laughs> that was terrible. Dude, that's what, I came dude. back to Tampa and I was like, oh, fuck yes. It's good to come back here after being away, though. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, bro, we went to, I went to Orlando, to Portugal, to New York, to Massachusetts, to Phoenix. It was, like, all over the place. What were you doing in Massachusetts? For a concert. Oh. Uh, 
It was like literally all over the place, nonstop car rides and, and air, airplanes. And I get back, I'm like, I'm never leaving again. Yes. Yeah, I'm leaving back home in like two weeks. Well, yeah, for Christmas. But <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> right back. It never stops, bro. Mosey doesn't go back for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. Honestly. You gotta watch the video. Love it's actually daddy. a good video. <laughs> does, he, does he like say that he's actually not going back home? Yeah, but he also says like... He, if he you, has a family. He's a fucking, he has a wife. He, <laughs> said, he says if you have a good family, this doesn't really apply to you. At least he puts that disclaimer in there multiple times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah damn. It's bro. a bad family. A loser. He's got a tougher situation. I think he's just... Home. Yeah. I'm sure. He's huge right now. Like, he's gotten bigger. What? It's, like it's stronger? Unbe- yeah, it's unbelievable. Watch, <laughs> really? watch the video. Why would you even want to get bigger? I don't know, but it's How sick. could you get bigger? It's, like, uncomfortable. Dude, I haven't been to the gym in, like, four months. Would so, you? why? This is, like, it will positively affect your productivity. I know. I will simply begin. His lifetime would open. Taylor did a post in his community. Uh, He's he's doing like workouts every morning now at like 4 a.m. and he's like, "Who wants to join?" I'm I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. If I go to the gym at 4, he shared his schedule in the in the chamber. He he goes to bed at nine, wakes up at four. His like and he has it blocked off in like 30 minutes. I just can't do that. I can't go to bed at nine. I cannot do that. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm more creative at night, like you are. Like yeah. at 2 a.m., I'll have like a great idea. Yeah. Or I'll be able to get deep work done. You're not done. You're never up at 2 a.m., though. Well, not to that extreme, but like midnight. Daniel texting the group chat at like 2 I'm like, what the fuck? Go to bed. <laughs> I slept for 10 hours last night. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how you do it. I'd go crazy if I didn't work out. Like, if you don't sweat regularly, I no, feel like, like you, your quality of life I go on long walks. I do that. And I'll, I'll do like push ups. And whatnot, and just like to not be Daniel's like, like a he's piece in jail. of shit. <laughs> Daniel burns like three times the normal amount of calories because he's just so pissed all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I move. I just haven't been to a gym and lifted weights in like four months. Come to the gym. I go to the gym right by you, dude. I used to, I, I used to be like psycho workout, like a lot, like a lot. I benched three fifteen before. What? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. That's great. That's light. I was pretty jacked. <laughs> Danny's like, if I had his arms as long as Daniel, I'd bench 500, boy. You probably I, probably, would. I probably would bench you like probably 375 would. Yeah. if I had his arms. Yeah, when you have... Who's the, who's the one guy who's just like a massive human who can barely breathe anymore? <laughs> the Sam guy? <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam Sulek? Sam Sulek. What a legend. Oh, his video is... Yeah. What? Yeah. He was? Yeah, dude, it works oh. better. It just does. Honestly, I'm... Because I... Like, I don't watch business people besides Myron Golden. Yep, I'm the same I, way. It's the only business person I watch on YouTube, and now I'm sitting. And now I'm thinking back on it, like, oh, this has been right in front of my face this entire time. You just don't hyper edit videos, and you just speak. But like, I just like that. There's just so few people who can do it. Yeah. This is why it's working for you. Dude, I'm the same way. I only listen to Myron or podcast, which yeah, is the same thing. It's exactly. like off the cuff. Dude, this was this was interesting. Um, Nick was talking about a conversation he was having with Taylor. Taylor was telling him to make a book is a part of the codex that we just spoke about. And Nick was like, oh, well, I don't know, like, people's attention spans, like, uh, is a book really the best thing? And he goes, he goes, do you read? He goes, yeah, I read all the time. It's like, <laughs> do your you clients go. read? He's like, yeah, all the time. I'm like, okay, so you, 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 you make a book, you sell a book, and you attract the kind of person that you who reads with. a book. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, that makes a lot of sense. So now I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, and I feel like the idea of what a book is is very distorted. Like, you're thinking, like, you have to write, like, a rich dad, poor dad type thing. But if you look at, like, the books that these types of people, like, Myron has a book, Funnel, similar to Taylor. 
in the book it's it's just like their course but in written format <laughs> mm-hmm. like that's it yeah like taylor's book is exactly what he teaches in the mastermind with like the pictures like kind of like hormozy or russell brunson style and it's really valuable but like you read the book and you just want more at the end mm-hmm. and so where do you go yeah i feel like people get scared because it's like a huge legacy thing in their mind like i get one shot at this this is all i'll ever be known bro for. you don't even gotta write it just like chat gpt it. Yeah. you haven't you literally have enough video no, I would, I would, and written content would, I, on the internet no i would never chat gpt but you know so. what i'm saying though right like you, you could have someone to help you take all of your content and synthesize it into a book dude this is why i don't i never like the concept of using ghostwriters like go to hire a ghostwriter to do my tweets and i i don't like that yeah i don't either i've seen too many people that i respect like just it kind of embarrass themselves on twitter i saw um um it was dylan andrews he tweeted today, he goes, he goes, the funniest kid ever. Quantity of quality. That was the whole tweet. And I was like, yes. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking like, people say, oh, did you do quality over quantity? It's like, as, as if no, they're, volume. as if they're mutually exclusive, as if you can't do like a substantial volume of quality things. Yes. <laughs> like, it did, like, yes, correct. Bro, content's like the one profession where you can be right 10% of the time and you're very successful. Especially on Twitter. You could get like one viral video or tweet out of every 10 and you're fucking murdering it. Yeah, what's the what's the TikTok update? Uh, I just crossed like 42,000. Let's go. Followers? Yeah. I hit, I hit 4 million last week on a video and I'm at 2.5 on a video from Scottsdale. Nice. And I'm at like 1,500 bucks in creator funds. Do you ever just scroll through the comments? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? That's like the funnel, bro. Dude, people, are, are people just like super dumb in the comments? Uh, Depends on the video. Yeah. Depends. Dude, the, the coolest part about content is you can manipulate your audience. Just talk about one thing and you're going to attract people from that. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to start making videos about, like, best coffee shop in Tampa. Three things to know when you move to Tampa. Best bar in Tampa. Just, like, be local influence. i <laughs> 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 the Tampa man. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Like, Mason also talks about his fucking... Tampa man single-handedly respect- <laughs> saves Tampa real estate market. Yeah, people- gets 30,000 <laughs> people, people to move. People will comment. It's like, did Tampa, like... So sponsor you to make this video? Like, why are you glazing so hard? <laughs> you loves NPCs love saying glazing. I don't know what the fuck it means. Yeah, they always say bro. What do you mean you don't know what it means? means? Bro glazing. Bro like, yapping. <laughs> yeah. There was a sign outside of your heron entrance and it says glazing from like a donut company. I was like, that's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, probably that, different. I saw one, one time some videos are coming from dude comments. He goes, Bro's a yaposaurus. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Christian. <laughs> Bro's a what? They'll say bro's yapping. Yeah. Bro's a yapposaurus. Oh, it's like, yap, 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 yap. It's hilarious, bro. No, but All bro be doing is yapping. The one, I, I give Mason a lot of credit. The business videos are the hardest to go viral on, and he does yeah. it a lot. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. his aren't like, here's how you run a business. It's like, here's how you make money. Well, his is like, here's my massively expensive Rolex, which I don't have. So it's like, what the fuck? I don't want to make a video on like someone I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he really just here talks go, about bro. how to make like your first five. <laughs> His best video was like, "Here's what life is like at zero to ten k. Here's what life is like at eighty k a month." I'm yeah. like, "Well, fuck. yeah, that one like blew up." Yeah, yeah. Money, I, top, money topics do very well. Yeah, I was seeing that on Twitter. Very well. Same thing Ryan Megan talked about. It's like money, relationships. What was there's social. It's like money, sex, relationships, social, um, mindset stuff. Yeah, you just have to make it apply to everybody. Someone will be like, "How to deliver your emails?" I'm like, "Dude." Nobody's watching. Grant Landon does the the mindset stuff very well. Yeah, he does. Like extremely well. Yeah, he's cooking on TikTok. TikTok's, yeah, his TikTok's TikTok's, TikTok's 
like gives you so much traffic when you figure that out. Everybody's insane. on it. I wonder yeah. how much he's making from the creative fund because he. I don't know. All of his videos he, are like two well, minutes. Really. Yeah, yeah. He's probably getting like seven, eight k, five to seven. I would say. A month. God Depends damn. on what his RPM is though, because like TikTok measures your cost per a thousand views. My but one of the kids from Binghamton does like D one athlete videos is like two dollars per a thousand. I'm like, what the fuck? Mine's like forty cents. So it's like D one. What do you mean D one videos? He just like makes videos reels? about like what I eat as a Division one basketball player. Oh, yeah. They just love the college. Like they love college content. They really do. That's pretty based. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I want to just like not drink un until we get another table for yeah New Year's. So just don't drink dude, until New Year's. It's not dude, even that long. Dude, like when I was <laughs> it's like three weeks. Yeah, right? I, I take know. like two and a half weeks. I know, off but of I, I'm tying this into something. Okay. Um, <laughs> let him cook. Let him cook. Let him let cook. cook. When I was <laughs> ripping those videos, and I was like, it, it was just flowing. It was just flowing so nice, dude. I was writing ads and like writing hella copy as well. Everything was flowing so nice. It was because I didn't drink for like over two weeks. Yes. And I'm like, and it takes it. it I feel like it takes that long for it to exit your system and like kick in like like literally two weeks and i'm like fuck no i have to wait two weeks <laughs> yeah like, shit i i didn't i didn't drink in scottsdale until that last night but you, you bro it, it's a thing yeah last year and this year 30 days leading up to the big events we do in tampa i didn't drink for 30 days straight and it's for that exact reason yeah it's because i want to be sharp for like this big event that we're you know dry january minus gasparilla let's do it no, you, you guys did this last year. Like, remember <laughs> was that, that actually our thing? That was hilarious. Was it? Yeah, it was like dry. It was like dry January minus. Except on like days. Minus Gasparilla weekend. I'm like, bro. So like the only. Yeah, time let's throw a banger at my house. No, oh, no, no, it was literally it was minus Gasparilla or on dates or if we get a table for some reason. <laughs> and it just came up every weekend. <laughs> just get a table every weekend. All right, I want to commit to dry January minus Gasparilla. I do. I actually do. Don't you laugh. can't minus it. It's either you no, do it or you no. don't. Gasparilla. Yeah, <laughs> but you can drink on New Year's past midnight. Yeah, New Year's Gasparilla. <laughs> there we go. What do you mean it's New Year's? No, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you because I'm not doing it. So I'm just, I'm just trying to find. What are you gonna do if like the Steelers are in a big playoff game? That's not fucking happening. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't know, bro, you gave up on Kenny Pickett? He's fucking out for four weeks. Oh man, oh, have you man. read a Twitter post? He is no. the quarterback. Got yeah, he hurts his ankle every play because he can't make a read, so he runs for it and gets murdered. <laughs> uh, and that was Steelers talk, but I'm trying to think of other things in January that would come up. That New Year's to Gatsby. Once it gets here, do you have a? Does he I have a? Do we have a conference in January that he's going to? Oh, fuck. oh he's going to Nashville. <laughs> okay, you're gonna say it's over oh, in Nashville. It's over in Nashville. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no shot. All right, dry January minus Gasparilla <laughs> minus New Year's Day past midnight, <laughs> and then minus Nashville for now. For now, because you never know. Nope. I'm yeah. just gonna. Meet a girl in Nashville and take her on a date. Nope, not going out. I'm not. Who says I'm even going to Nashville? Aren't you guys going? I'm not going. No. I'm not. You and Daniel are going. Wait for Taylor's thing? Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. I'm yeah, going we're on probably drinking trip. in Nashville. <laughs> 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 She's like, oh, yeah, me. Taylor brings <laughs> out the, the mimosas or what does he do? He Margaritas. Brings up Margaritas, yeah. yeah. I can't At every event. That. Do February because that's the shortest month of the year. <laughs> It's actually one day longer this year. Oh, it's a leap year. Fuck. Drake's in February. <laughs> Big is the what? It's, it's always ball. something, huh? It's always something. I hate It's really anything. not that hard, bro. No, I'm yeah, anyway, what else do we have to talk about? Is. 
uh, list kit, if there's any updates there. Oh, yeah, list kit. Um, From your perspective, because I, I don't uh, think you've been on a podcast with us where we've talked about list kit. What, um, is, what, what has it been like? Because I know you, you're mostly in the info space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had saying. SaaS. What makes list kit different than all the SaaS businesses you've run before or uh, more successful? People don't churn from it. <laughs> it's great. It's like easy to sell. Um, I was talking to someone about this, and it was like, "What? Are, how many? How many list kit competitors are there?" And it's like real competitors. It's like not very many that five. are five. Uh, yeah, especially after mobile numbers too. What is it's it? Like, Apollo, like Zoom Info, Uplead, Seamless, Rocket Reach. Cognizant. Yeah, there's, there's like five or six. Instantly, L Lucia. Yeah, right, so like it's uh, Lamlist. No, they're they don't they have way, way smaller databases than us. They, none of them have. I'm just saying as many people that would us. be considered competitors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's good. There's like less than ten, though. I'd say. Okay. Yes. So, it's it's like difficult to make that. You can't just fucking spin one of those up. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you no can't shit. just do that. Um, <laughs> only so hard. Us, what? Only took us two now, years and two hundred grand at least. No, no, here's the thing with it. That, that means supply is low. It's not like you run an agency. Oh, we run a cold email agency, but fucking. 8,000 people selling yeah. the same thing. Or like, you have a high-ticket coaching program, and there's like a million motherfuckers selling entry. the same exact thing. So it's like, we're selling something that has a very low supply. So it's really easy to make sales of it because there's there's so much demand for yeah. it and so little supply. So I'm like, okay, one, this is phenomenal. Now, the thing with all the rest of the competitors is that it's very like, it's very, I, I guess you could say like corporate-esque and they're not, and what I mean by saying this is that they're not using any kind of direct response. Like, no DR heavy shit. Like, hey, let me ram this VSL in like 18 direct response ads and like test a bunch of funnels and like get the sales team behind it. Obviously, like Zoom Info does that, but like ramming YouTube ads to get people to sign, like making self liquidating funnels and whatnot. It's like, I don't think you guys understand if, if you can fucking self. There are a lot of people here, too. If you can self-liquidate on a cold traffic funnel for a SaaS, you're going to make a billion fucking dollars. Like, actually. Yeah. Like, like a billion dollars. Because, dude, we, we would just spend, like, 30 grand a day. Like, whatever. Start taking out, like, debt and shit. Where it's like, I self-liquidate in, like, 24 hours. So it's like you immediately make the money back <laughs> no. and just scale it infinitely. So it's like... The, the, that it's like that's what I'm trying to find, but people don't understand. People think, um, like, oh, I'll learn Facebook ads and I'll I'll do Facebook ads for a bunch of clients, or and, and I'm gonna make them a lot of money. There's fucking tens of millions of businesses advertising on digital platforms, and maybe one percent of them profit. Mm. It's it's. Profiting off of ads and digital ads, especially with how expensive they are now, is so foreign of an eventuality. People think you can just like fucking spin up some ads and like you just make money. It doesn't work like that at all. No. Like not you, up front. Huh? Not up front. Yes. Not That's why front. like payback period is such an important yes. metric when people are looking to acquire a SaaS because the assumption is you're losing money up front. How long does it take you to actually make that back if the customer stays? Yes, exactly. So... Like, it's, it's, and people don't understand, like, the raw volume of shit in different funnels and angles and, and testing and videos 
and just, uh, how many like just hundreds of different iterations of different funnels and different approach angles until you find one that can just self-liquidate and once you have it it's like holy shit this is about to cook and then you just ram everything you have into it that's that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> it's just it's just fun it just tests those iterations as fast as possible and this is another thing people think like like let, let, let's assume there's like combinations so we'll like an instance an instance would be you have a premise of an ad you have like what the funnel says and then all all, all the email follow-ups um all the the calling follow-ups the texting follow-ups what the offer mm -hmm. is assume like you all these different variables whatever they are uniquely is one instance yes there's some instance that self-liquidates like one Where out of a change like the copy yeah. of the ad or the funnel one out of a thousand of those instances will self-liquidate so and that's the all it takes. yeah the, pro the the problem with people is that like they're like they're, one they don't know it's like a thousand they think it's like one and then they <laughs> fail and they're like oh this doesn't work it's like okay yeah it doesn't work for fucking you but it's definitely gonna work for me it just goes back to the confidence conversation <laughs> where it's like i'm gonna find it so because you know like what it is required yes yeah, so no problem because of the corporate structure they just don't test it this way like nobody's you're looking at it like how can i break a four digit lock like, how can I crack the code? Where they're like, okay, Jenny in marketing, like, come up with your idea for the week. And she's <laughs> like, okay, whatever I can do to, like, punch the time card. Because there's no incentive for her to actually give a fuck. Yeah, so exactly. I'm going to fucking sit here and just, like, make... What's that thing in Lord of the Rings? My precious. Hundreds oh, of iterations as fast as possible. Just so many instant test them so fast. Because people are like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this for a couple years. It's like, no, bro. I need to find this in, like, 60 fucking days. Like... Fast, like let's go, like all of it. That's what's actually nice about Liska because we already have a cash flow company to like eat. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like oh, all the money Liska makes, just spend it, all of it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna launch funnels, just, just 500 a day, go, and then make a new one. That one, 500 a day, go. It just like. <laughs> Just, just test them fast as fuck. The thing I love about Liskit right now is we're still early on enough to where we can make changes so, so quickly. Like with Client Ascension? Eh. You don't think so? No. We don't have, like, the resources to implement as fast as we want. Yeah, we have a dev team that works, like, nonstop. Like, yeah, but it's we, like, we oh, we'll change. add it to the roadmap. No, no, no. No, no, no. Our, our, we are fast as fuck. Oh, I know. Yeah, Compared no. to every other one I've been involved, it is fast as shit. Yeah. Yeah, like we we like okay, hire sales people like three on board deaths. three on board of this week, and then we'll have like two next week yeah. and two next week and two next week. Like that's the fun part. Whereas like client ascension, as it gets like bigger, it's just like a little harder to change direction every time. Like we know what we need to do with that with that challenger funnel. It's, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this today because I have uh, like the org charts for client ascension and now let's get mapped out. Just following all the training that Taylor has, and I'm like, we've made a lot of mistakes along the journey of building client ascension to the point where it's gotten like almost like overinflated like the team right and it's just cool to like pull those lessons and now apply it to list kit yeah. so like list kit like we're not going to make the same mistakes where we just go on like hiring sprees without having like really any idea behind what this person is supposed to do no one gets hired without a scorecard um no one gets hired if it already falls within one of our own responsibilities there's no layover between like there's two of the same people in the company. So yeah, there's, it's just cool. Like it could trail in client ascension success and avoid a lot of those mistakes where we're over hiring or, um, 
Yeah. Just yeah. the org chart, <laughs> like the fact we didn't have an org chart for yeah. client attention dude, until now. Dude, like, speaking of uh, Eddie earlier, he had such a great perspective on this when he gave the keynote at our event because the way that he was talking about compensating employees was based off of the ROI on that specific employee. Yeah. Where like people are like, oh, I don't want to pay somebody more than 6K a month because that's, that's a lot of money. Like I, I don't think I could pay that much right now. But he would look at it and be like, I'll pay this person 15K a month guaranteed because I know their ROI is 30K a month. And when people complain about being compensated, like, oh, I'm, I'm, that, I'm worth this much. You're only paying me 100 grand because I'm worth a million to the company. Like, that's the benefit of being a business owner. Like, finding those people that, that you can actually leverage. So now I feel like with ListKit, like, every time we look at a new hire, you just don't hire them unless there's, like, a clear ROI to that person being on the team as opposed to stressing how much you're paying them up front. Yeah, it's like every role is required. Like, some of the most recent hires we made, the best one, I think, was we, we got a lot of great sales talent, which is huge. Um, but the one I did recently was the onboarding specialist. Yeah. And so like when you have a SaaS, you have oh, to yeah, get the person to understand how to use the SaaS. And it's like, well, they're only paying us twenty nine dollars a month. We're gonna need a it's second like, one. Yeah. So I already have the second hire lined up. It's gonna be Francois, who's been doing the fifty free leads for like two months. So he yeah. knows exactly how to use the platform and build the list. But anyways, um, like people think like, oh, they're paying you $79. Why would you spend time doing a one-on-one call with this person? It's like, because they need to know how to use the platform in order to, to stick around. That's why our churn is really low right now. It's because we overcompensate on like the education and the time we spend with our customers to make sure that they're actually using the thing. Cause we don't want people to just sign up and leave credits in their account and never come back and use it again. And so, like, that's where all the attention and effort is going. Yeah. And that's something uh, we learned from, like, Go High Level, which is one of the most successful SaaS companies. Yeah, they do. They do onboarding calls. And you're only paying. Like, it, their pricing structure is still, like, mind-boggling. But they, they charge the same thing, like, 99 a month. Mm -hmm. And they'll get on a one-on-one -on -one onboarding call with every single new customer yeah. if they have to. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're one of the SaaS companies that just have, like, a baller marketing department. Like, they, they incorporate some, like, DR shit. Yeah. So... Yes, they respect do. Respect to them. Yeah. Like, they always have, to. They're always running, like, webinars and different workshops that are, like, actually, like, good copy. I feel like with us, we're, we're pretty fortunate because, like, we know how to talk to our customers because we work so closely with all of them in Client Ascension because we were our own customer when we were building a Legion agency. Whereas, like, a lot of the other competitors, they're just, they're there. Like, they have more awareness than us because they'll be on billboards and they'll pay a shit ton to pop up on the top of the Google search. Like, we actually talk to the person. Yeah. Whereas, like, them, it's just, like, banner ads, essentially. Well, I feel like we actually give a shit because we're still so small. Like, Apollo gets a user. The fucking CEO doesn't care if the user gets results. So, like, like I was talking about, that versus client ascension. Like, it's, it's cool being small. Like, it's, it's you got to, like... You're, like, lean again. It's, like, a second yeah. chance at, like, yeah. doing it better, doing it right. Because, yeah, like, client ascension, you can't move that fast. No. Like, we can't just, like, restructure a bunch of things because there's 40 fucking people. Yeah. But, uh, all right, last question for you, Daniel. Why should the person watching this right now subscribe to this TikTok YouTube channel? Uh, you, you immediately make a million dollars right when you hit the subscribe button. <laughs> like <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Big government. <laughs> Instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> we still get Christian to dye his hair blonde if we hit 5K We're subs. 5K, I'm sorry. We're only like 600 away. We're like 600 away. We could very reasonably hit it. If one of these episodes by one. By the end of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has to dye you, his hair blonde. If you want blonde. Christian's hair blonde, 
Hit, my mom saw it. She's like, I'd love to die for you. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> it would be so good for your TikTok, especially. No. Yeah, it would. Like a uh, it would, bro. Uh, Ryan the Pineda. Who hate you would just engage with you 10x <laughs> Bro, you know Ryan Pineda? Like yeah. the guy that's blown up on social? He yeah. like dyed his hair like pink. And just started going more viral. And then like green. Do you not even time. reference it when you do it? Or? And he got a beard out of nowhere. He, yeah. said, he, he talked about it on a podcast how he like put like the hair growth shit on his face. Ask Ryan McGinn because he's one, I'm pretty sure he's one of his clients. And I'm pro- I'll, I'll, I'll cross I'm that sure. bridge when we get to it, all right? All right, bye. We will get to <laughs> We're it. We're not there yet. We're we will. Clientascension.com. I definitely won't Join. qualify fucking blonde hair, I'll tell you that. All right, great job, boys. Whiskit.io. Whiskit.io. Wait, wait, wait. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys.